I got one for you. Yes. So, how do you how do you track Will Smith in the snow? I don't know. You look for the fresh prints. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was going to be a racist joke. <laughs> I was like, I don't know the size, Jeremy. This could go one or two ways. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. It's a lot more family friendly that way. Hello, and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast. Brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. When you say all right, it makes me feel all right. Woo! Okay, you were saying? So what what number fantasy football draft for the season is this for you? Because I have a friend of mine who, for the span of like a week and a half, had a fantasy football draft like every night. Yeah, that, oh, that's too much. That yeah. was super me back in the old days. Um, believe it or not, I did um, – this is, this is really the only real league I play in. Um, I had one draft Friday night. The draft took about 20 minutes. And uh, nobody show uh, up and everybody was auto picking. <laughs> they or? were about half auto picks. I showed up. Uh, NFL.com seems to think that I got an A plus on that draft. And uh, now this did you is, draft Andrew Luck? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although this, the team that's drafting tonight is the team where uh, we, we, long story short, it's a 16 team league um, with individual defensive players. So it makes it a little bit more difficult, but (laughs) Nick's already lost interest. And, um, when the season ends, you protect 10 players and then you keep five. And of my 10 protected players, I have Rob Gronkowski and Andrew Luck. That's That's unfortunate for you. Yeah. So it made picking five keepers a little more difficult than normal, Mm -hmm. but I figured it out. I made it work. I heard a Did story you? from somebody who was doing a fantasy football draft, and it was right before the Bears-Colts preseason game, about Ooh. 20 minutes before the game started. And this friend of mine, one of the guys in his league, drafted Andrew Luck, and 20 minutes later, Luck announced his retirement. Yep. Oh, talk about just, like, pissing away a fifth-round pick. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened to a, a, a guy in my fantasy uh, football league. Yeah, it was literally, like, 20 minutes. Like, he picked him. And he was like, "Yeah," and then <laughs> these two, the two other guys, two other guys in the league were sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings, and it just comes across the screen, and it's, it's just Andrew Luck announces retirement, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, he was like, "What?" No, oh. say it ain't so. It ain't so. The at least it's not so bad though. If you're gonna do the fantasy football thing, Bill. Uh, Back in the day, Bill was one of the people who convinced me to try my hand at fantasy baseball one time. I, uh-uh. I think I, I think I did that twice, and I finished dead last both times because I got so bored after about the second week. I couldn't Aww. even. That's too much setting and. Okay, so I, I, it's too much work, dude. I, yeah. I, I will admit, 
fantasy baseball is a commitment. <laughs> and if your team is not doing well, it's really hard to keep that commitment going all year long. But it's very easy to stop caring entirely. It is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. I, I'll admit that. I'm the first to admit that. Now, speaking of Andrew Luck's retirement, did you you know who is really pissed off about Andrew Luck's retirement? Uh, O.J. Simpson. Did you guys see O.J. Simpson's Twitter no. video? No. <laughs> he, dra- he drafts Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck announces his retirement. And then there's a video online of him at a, like a draft party. And he's like, Andrew Luck, why would you do this to me? You could have announced 25 minutes ago before I drafted <laughs> on my fantasy team that you were going to retire. And I was like, oh, that's a person you don't want to make as an enemy. <laughs> no, because he'll kill you. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. 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 He will allegedly yeah. kill you. Yeah. Do you guys think it'd be ironic if O.J. Simpson ever ended up owning the Broncos? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, Nick. I don't know. So how the hell have you guys I been? I don't want it to happen now, though. <laughs> I mean, it, it does It does bring I'm it full circle. Right now, now that he said it. Yeah. I've been great. How so like our, our last episode was like 4th of July. It's been a while. Yeah, it was a while ago. We we do suck. That's all right. I've got another podcast. That I haven't done one either. <laughs> I thought that was going an entirely different direction. So it's <laughs> like I've had another podcast. I've been doing them all every week. It's great. Yeah, you guys yeah, suck. No big deal. Don't worry about it. Yep. Nope. That, that's nope. where he was going with it. So I mean, like, okay, it's been like a summer. What happened? Oh. Uh. I don't know. Talk. Somebody go. Somebody else go. Oh, my turn to my turn to pick. <laughs> come back. Come come back to me. Come back to me. Hmm. Like we're playing. I don't know. Team. Did had I had I already gone to Hawaii? I don't think you guys? mentioned the whole Hawaii thing. No. So yeah, we we went to Hawaii at the end of June, which was fun. Uh, and then the rest of the time was running around trying to keep my kids entertained and trying to keep my wife from killing the kids because. They're driving her insane. <laughs> because you're trapped in a hotel room in Hawaii. Well, no, like just the regular <laughs> summer of... Oh, oh, oh I gotcha. They're, yeah. they're in the house, and I'm not here, and I come home from work, and everyone has to murder each other, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. That it was pretty much so. most of the summer. Understandable. <laughs> that was most of the summer. My, um... Took my son fishing a couple times. Nice. He's really good at it. Uh, he's also uh, became okay. So <laughs> I told you guys my son got a BB gun for his birthday when he turned five from my brother. Did I tell you guys that? Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, I also told you he wasn't allowed to have BBs in the BB gun, right? Because I don't recall that, but I could have been obviously. ignoring. Okay. You. Good. He 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 couldn't have BBs in the BB gun. Um, we went up to Torch Lake and, and, um, saw my uncle and my uncle a, had some BB a famous, gun. a famous lake in Michigan. Yes. In Michigan. Okay. Yes. Um, and, See, um, I, think, I feel like Nick, I feel like we need to explain for people. Um, it's the equivalent of for like Chicago people when you were to go like up to Wisconsin for a week. Nobody goes to Wisconsin for a week. People from Illinois go to Wisconsin for a week. Oh, I, I, what? I, I re- go to Wisconsin for a week. Right. So what throw your trash out there? (laughs) 
So going no, to no, they t- don't have crash service where we go. We have to burn it. So no. going to Torch Probably Lake, Jeremy, is like that. Okay, yeah, Torch Lake's really it's really cool. It's a it's got a huge sandbar on it. People, you know, they'll they're out on on the sandbar all day. They've got actually a a burger barge, which is like a floating burger joint. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. You can walk right up and get and order burgers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but see, that's that's pretty cool. You guys are the only state that has like an extra state that's part of your state. Thank you, Toledo. Yeah. yeah. Well, because originally, so Michigan, I learned this because uh, my kids had history class. Uh, initially, Michigan and Ohio were fighting over Toledo of all things. And as part of the deal uh, to give Toledo to Ohio, Michigan got the Upper Peninsula. Yeah. And all of its gold and copper. <laughs> Yeah, copper. but they didn't know that at the time. I'm drafting Tom Brady for all you uh, U of M fans. He's gonna be my backup quarterback. Oh, that's good. That's where he belongs. Uh, okay. Um, I now don't have a pick so, for so, sandbar. So my uncle lets my my uh, brother or my my son. I'm sorry. My uncle lets my son uh, shoot the BB guns. He's like, oh, you want to shoot the BB guns, Nolan? And he's like, oh, there's BBs in there. And so he's like, yeah, and he's like, what do you got to shoot at? And he's like, we got this creepy old doll that I've been trying to burn in the fire pit. Dog? Doll. Oh. Um, So he's shooting at cans and dolls and stuff. And, of course, then he's like, can I have BBs in my BB gun when we get home? And I'm like, you know what? You did okay. Let's let you do it. Uh Uh, So this kid apparently is a really good shot with a BB gun. (laughs) Like, really good. And um, it's real scary. Did you put one right between the eyes? Uh, so he's been, I would say it's like a 50-yard shot. Huh. <laughs> Wait, with a BB gun? Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's how old? Uh, five. <laughs> I, I think They're not, BB, BB guns not being the notably accurate firearms that they are. If you can make a 50-yard shot with a BB gun, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. American yeah, sniper, I mean, everybody. It's at least wow. it's at least thirty. It's um, yeah, it's scary. If anyone else remembers all of my history from my son, who was really into like uh, the Red Dead Redemption game, mm-hmm. uh, was way too into the crucifixion, uh, you know that sort of thing of Jesus. Yes. Okay. No, no, Bill of Steve from down the street. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure I understand. Brian, it was Brian, Brian, the big misunderstanding. Um, so that, yeah, that was my summer. I, uh, we went to the zoo. Good, Ian, now you're caught zoo. up. Yeah, well, we didn't really the- do anything. You did the same thing uh, last uh, over the weekend that I did. Apparently, per your Facebook page, you went apple picking. We, uh, yeah, we. Um, so I was duped a little. Um, <laughs> you were bamboozled, if you will, because apples are a little later up here than they are down there because we're different climate. And so I was told that we were going to go peach picking because my wife wanted to make some sort of a. Out of a of a jam. Sorry, no, my phone's going off. She wanted to make a jam out of peaches and raspberries, and then we called while we were on the way to the orchard, and they said, "No, we don't pick peaches." So we picked raspberries instead, like a 
Couple. I'll never understand white people's obsession with picking <laughs> fruit for free. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Even my people don't do that. <laughs> um, we at least get like a quarter. <laughs> so um, we picked raspberries. We bought peaches. And then while we were there, they had a couple varieties of apples. So we picked those also. But we'll go back for the rest of the apples later. See, I, I enjoyed my trip because it was up by the Wisconsin state line, the place that we went to. And we did the whole package deal where you get to, you know, go on the, the hay rack ride and they oh, take you sure. for around everything. And, you know, the kids like that. I, for me, I, I grew up with that stuff, so it's not as big of a deal. And it doesn't Look, phase me a, that much. It's but, a big deal. But, but what I love is going on these hay rack rides for anything that's that draws from the Chicago suburbs and the city because there are people <laughs> out there. And, like, we, we drove by this one place where there were something – around, I don't know, four or five Hereford cattle that were just laying out there in the pasture. And it was it was like these people had discovered Jesus seeing these cattle. Was, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a cow, it's a cow? Like, yeah. picture, like phones are out, pictures, people are doing selfies with the cows in the background. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't get it. <laughs> it's, it's a cow. You're like, they got lots of them. They make smelly poop mm-hmm. and they eat a lot. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, Michigan's a little more rural. People, are you crying, Nick? Yeah, I'm a little sad. Just excited no. that we're here together, apparently. I am. I really like this cow talk. Cow talk? Yeah. Welcome to cow talk. <laughs> it's called, actually, <laughs> if we had a podcast that's called cow talk, we'd call it milking it. <laughs> I'm really good at this. You should have hired me for marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Milking it. Milking it. Welcome to Milking It. That's it? It's not much of a podcast. I got nothing. No, yeah, no, it's just talking about cows. This is a spotted cow. I don't know. (laughs) I got nothing. I don't know what else cows do. Um, That pretty much much sums it up. They stand, (coughs) they sit, they eat, they poop, they sleep. And they, they're kind of like babies in that respect. Yeah, and if you push them over, they stay down on their sides. However, cows do one thing that babies don't do. They either make delicious hamburgers or they make you ice cream. That's not true. Sometimes babies can do that. You just have got to find the right one. <laughs> Soylent Green is people. No, not like that. <laughs> it's the second time that's come up today. I imagined a little kid, <laughs> like in a, a little kid in like a chef's outfit and a diaper, like. Oh, you were thinking they were making you instead of like hamburgers. smoking a cigarette, like, like they, I they were most chefs that pass fire in hand and just taking a couple sucks on there. Yeah, Bill, Bill went. Bill went to the hamburgers made from children, not from made children. by children. Correct. So yeah. Prepositions are important, friends. <laughs> the weirdo. This is why you should <laughs> pay attention in language arts. Yes. Uh, I saw a movie last week. I wanted to talk to you guys about. I don't know if any Ooh. of you have seen it. Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Oh, I want to see it, but I haven't. Not. Seen it. I, I saw your check-in that you were watching. That I'm. I'm intrigued by that movie, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so I know that, is that it the did... one with Dave Bautista. No. No, isn't Je- Jeff Bridges is in that right? Jeff Bridges, John Hamm, and other people, um, and a lady from The Color Purple. On uh, Broadway, I, here's what I can tell you. Prince? Oh, and Chris Helmsworth. Chris Helmsworth is in Bad Times at the El Royale. Um, Bad Times at the El Royale 
was an amazing movie. It was essentially Agatha Christie crossed with Quentin Tarantino. Mm, that's quite the mix. I want to watch it again already. It was fantastic. I loved it. Huh. Interesting. Essentially, the, the plot is, without giving it away, there's a hotel called the El Royale, and it sits on the border of California and Nevada. Mm-hmm. And you can either stay in the California rooms or the Nevada rooms. And it's seen better days. And so the first scene of the movie essentially introduces you to seven people who are all claiming to be something, but in the end, none of them are really who they claim to be. And then the movie is essentially fleshing out who these people are and what their motivations are. It was fantastic. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was super good. Streaming on HBO. uh, That sounds quite a bit more thought-provoking than the last movie I saw. Which was was what? I picked up, up to complete the collection so far, I picked up Godzilla, King of the Monsters. (laughs) We watched that the other day also. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a Godzilla movie. Again, I, I don't have high expectations. These are these these. Did movies, you watch it yet? I did. Okay. I, these movies go right in there with you know Pacific Rim and some of the other stuff, all the MonsterVerse stuff. This is these are the things I watch when I want to turn my brain off and not have to actually think about anything. So just let me see a bunch of CGI monsters smash each other up, yeah. and there now, you go. And I understand that, but. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm of the opinion. I thought Kong's, Kong Skull, Skull Island was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. There was actually like plot and stuff. Godzilla, high troop. Godzilla, King of the Monsters had zero plot. It's a Godzilla movie. I, yeah. I know. Well, I had, see this. This led to they might as well brought in Godzilla with my. Well, this led to a discussion with my wife because we. The boys wanted to, Julie wanted to have a, a movie night, so we ended up walking down to to Jewel to get something from the Red Box because the I one saw of the boys that wanted, post, by the way, yeah, one, one of the one of the boys wanted to really wanted to watch Detective Pikachu, so mm-hmm. we walked down there to pick it up, so we got it and you know pop it in, and the first preview that's on Detective Pikachu was Godzilla King of the Monsters, so everybody's sure. sitting here, and the boys, I have these other things, they really like the the kaiju movies, and they get excited about this stuff, and they want to learn all about them, and. You know, Anthony's sitting there talking about all of this and he's like, oh, that's um, there was one scene where there was a big, you know, one of the monsters is coming out of a volcano and he's like, that's King Ghidorah. And I was like, no, that's actually Rodan because I'd watched the movie the day before. And then Mothra shows up and my wife is like, look, Mothra, Rodan, that's stupid. Did they just make these up? I'm like, no, these are these are like legendary movie monsters from. A long time ago, so <laughs> from like the fifties and sixties and stuff. Yeah. So I contacted a divorce attorney right after that conversation. It's just not working out. <laughs> it was a good run you guys had, though. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> between between that and the fact that we had a conversation with the neighbors yesterday, where she actually got the number of years wrong that we've been married. <laughs> She's like, "It's going to be our thirteenth anniversary this year." I said, "Where'd you learn how to count?" <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you can't expect her to remember everything. That mistake just got me off the hook for doing anything for the anniversary this year. Yes, it did, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, happy Probably. 13th anniversary. Probably not, though. No, 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 no. Not in reality. No. In fact, you probably shouldn't even talk about it if she's within earshot. No, probably not. <laughs> Hotel Artemis was the movie I was thinking of with Dave Bautista. Oh, yes, yes. I didn't mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. Just Sorry, that would have bothered me. Lay down. 
Um, Wait, so so Jeremy, you like the Pacific Rim movies? Uh, I like the first one. The second you, one is a steaming pile of garbage. Have you <laughs> ever seen the made-for-TV version called Atlantic Rim? <laughs> I have not seen it, but I've heard of it. I think it's on Amazon Prime, and one of these days I feel like I just need to do a bunch of shots and watch it just for the hell of it. It's okay. So they did it on the Mystery Science Theater three thousand reboot on Netflix. <laughs> of course they did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, on the second season for the Gauntlet, oh. and um, it's rough to watch even with them making fun of it. <laughs> really? So I really oh. want you to watch it. <laughs> they Man. also did Mac and Me, which was pretty great. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I see. Now I think I don't want to watch the movie. I want to watch the Mystery Science Theater three thousand yep. version. I would like you to watch that as well. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> and then Nick, you had a um, a Shawn Michaels movie you wanted us to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did, <laughs> and I watched the trailer, and it's so stupid. <laughs> what was that movie called? Was <laughs> um. <laughs> I actually saw it at Walmart the other day. I don't remember what it was oh. called. Something about the Justice Infinity. Yes, that's right. Avengers of Justice Farce Wars. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I saw that on one of my wrestling sites. Somebody was like, am I allowed to post this here? <laughs> Everyone was like, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, but stop, please. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, wow. it looks so bad. HBK's letting himself go. Oh, he's, his lazy eye is there. It's just real rough. Oh, <laughs> HBK was the only guy who could look at you and beside you in the ring. Was, uh, <laughs> you don't. You didn't notice it until he retired. <laughs> Something happened. Nah, they were they were edit, they were giving him some uh, some friendly edits. Is what was happening. You, you mean like what they used to do with Hogan? Yeah. You know they used to have they they used to spend a large amount of money to airbrush his hair when he was going bald. Did they really? Yeah, Bruce Pritchard uh, talked about it on this podcast. Um, they were like uh, they were talking about like the cover of the magazines and stuff like that. Yeah, they were working like really hard. Oh, to, I could see it on like the cover of the magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would like yeah, it was Vince was like, why is it taking so long to get this picture out or this cover out and. He's like, we got to airbrush his hair. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, he's going bald. So, fun wrestling fact. There you go. Ooh, ooh. Um, even funner wrestling fact. I know this has nothing to do with what we're podcasting about. So, uh, this past Saturday, there's a new wrestling company called Why AEW. Uh, that is uh, basically the WCW of this generation. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes's, Dusty Rhodes' son, is basically leading it funded by Tony Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they crowned their first ever world champion on Saturday. Uh, Chris Jericho. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and less than 48 hours after he was crowned champion, uh, someone broke into his car and stole the belt. <laughs> no way. Swear to God. Oh, <laughs> the story broke today. They can't find the belt. <laughs> they can't find it. They don't know where it is. He put it in his car. He went to eat somewhere, came out, somebody broke it and taken the belt. This this is not, if you're starting a fledgling league like that, 
this is not something that you are do a press release for. You don't want this information out there because it makes you look like you're, I don't even know what. It, it, was, it makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. It was so funny. <laughs> like literally their first champion ever crowned Saturday night. Monday morning, the belt's gone. But what I like even better is the fact that the the world championship belt for a ostensibly major wrestling organization got stolen out of somebody's car at a restaurant. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, well, because, you know, even in the WWF, they would drive each other around. I mean, Lance Storm has stories about him and Edge and Christian and everybody rolling around. He does. It's true. Driving from one end of Canada to the other in a Chevette, essentially. Yeah. Ah, Lance Storm. Closed down his wrestling school. His what? His wrestling school. Yeah, yeah. Closed it down. Did he really? When did that happen? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Sorry, old uh, Lance. Nah, it's okay. It's more. It's more. It's more of like an insider wrestling thing. I don't expect. <laughs> I don't expect the newspapers to be. The Huffington Post isn't going to pick up. Lance Storm closes <laughs> prestigious wrestling school. He he closed it down because they needed somebody with uh, industry know how to go find Chris Jericho's missing championship. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Very, that's very true. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I love wrestling so much, guys. Like, so much I love it. All right, so this is actually a good segue to something I was thinking when I was in my car the other day. And I know, I don't think Bill is is equipped for this, because I don't know that he's, all of his anti-Lego movie judgments. I still Um, haven't seen the second one, but whatever. Okay. It's a good one. Nick, did you see, did you see the Lego Ninjago movie? Yep, I I watch it constantly. Okay, so. Fun fact, anyway, go ahead. Tell me this. Is it not when they do the song? Because my kids made me download it on iTunes. When they do the "It's Garmadon" song, <laughs> would the first part of that, all the way up until the verses start, not be amazing wrestling entrance music? Oh, it would be fantastic entrance wrestling music. You just put whatever name is in there instead of Garmadon, like the the guitar riff, the beat, the way it's mm-hmm. structured. I mean, I I just I had this epiphany while I was getting in my car the other day because my kids have been listening to it the day before. And I, I'm glad this came up for the wrestling stuff because I wanted to ask you about that. I just make sure I'm totally not off the off the awesome. wall here. Yeah, no, that would make perfect sense for a wrestling intro. Perfect. See, Bill, now you have to watch this movie. Yeah. I would it like to Jackie, watch it because I know somebody who's in it. It has Jackie Chan. It also has a Franco, but we try not to judge it for that. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And it's not even the allegedly talented Franco. It's, it's not the other Jimmy. One. Who's the other Franco? Dave. Dave. Oh my gosh. That's still a thing. Dave yeah. who's Dave Franco who's married to Allison Bree. Yeah, how does that happen? Uh, I'll give you one better. How does Colin Jost from, from Saturday Night Live marry Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. That, that's a good question. Yeah, it makes no damn sense. And what's the other dude from Saturday Night Live who ended up with uh, Ariana Grande or whatever her name is? Uh, yeah, um, the weird Pete, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. That guy's freaking weird. Yep. I mean, Ariana well, Grande It's like real 12, hard but... to not call her Ariola Grande. <laughs> you can call her whatever you want. It's your own pod- It's your podcast. You can do what you like. Well, it's, it's true. <laughs> That's also true. You can do what you like. Um, 
I know that at the risk of, of turning this into the, once again, the Marvel podcast, um, did you guys look at any of the Phase 4 stuff that's coming out? I'm really disappointed in Phase 4. <laughs> Why? Yeah, there's nothing There's nothing in there outside of a couple of the sequels for uh, Infinity Saga movies that really, like, the, the new stuff doesn't do anything for what? me. I mean, Dude, I've I'll, I'll never probably, been so see, underwhelmed. But the thing is, I'll probably watch the Eternals, especially given that now I found out that Kit Harrington's going to be one of the characters, so that's worth my watch anyway. Although I don't like the fact that Angelina Jolie's in it because I just don't care for her. Um, but yeah, like the, it's it's all the Disney Plus stuff and the TV shows and everything else. I that doesn't. You're like, not excited about the Disney Plus stuff. Well, I don't get Disney Plus, and not yet. even if I. It, I already signed up for it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. None of it. None of it really. Wait, we can pre-sign my bell. Yeah, I, I, well, because I'm. You can. Um, this probably would have been good information for you to have like two days ago, but if you, <laughs> if you're a member of D23, which is the Disney oh, no. fan club, they you had an offer where you could sign up for Disney Plus for like 140 dollars for three years. Is that the Disney um, the DNA Disney. kit thing where you can see if you're related to Walt? You just gotta spit in the. <laughs> <laughs> yes. spitting, a, spitting a Mickey Mouse hat and yes. send it in. And that's that's the one. D twenty three. The best the best Walt Disney bit ever was that bizarre flashback scene. I think it was from Family Guy that was in black and white that showed Walt sitting at the the drafting table making like old fifties cartoon Minnie Mouse take her clothes off while he drew her. <laughs> You want to be a star, don't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> so you guys weren't excited about any of the Phase Four stuff, man. You guys are a tough crowd. I, you know, I'm I'm with I'm with you, Jeremy. I, I'm excited for the Eternals. Like I'll watch that, but like, like Wandavision, I don't care. I I just nope. I don't care about Wandavision. Nope. Like Cat. I'll, I'll want to see the Black Panther and Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel sequels. I don't want to see. I don't want to see what's her name is Thor. Natalie Portman. Yeah, I don't want to see Natalie Portman as Thor. Doctor Strange. I, so that I, one, that I'm one in with Doctor Strange. In, if for no better reason than they have been very clear that that is actually going to be a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like I'm, in the guise of a superhero movie, but this and and there's I can't wait for the uproar of all the parents of kids who don't bother doing their homework and take them to see that, and then the kids are in therapy because they're scared shitless. Yeah, just cue up the uh, cue up the Deadpool outrage and just bring that back around again. Yep, I, I can't just, believe I'm just very underwhelmed. Like, there's some cool stuff in there, like sprinkled through, there's but I'm not like. Oh, I need to see all of this. Oh, see, and I have to admit, other than, you know, the Eternals, I'm kind of like, okay, but it's like Falcon and the Winter Soldier because they're probably introducing U.S. Agent. I'm super excited about that. I'm I'm into that. The Loki show. There's a Hawkeye show. The What If show. I mean, I'll subscribe to Disney Plus just for What If. Oh, I'll subscribe to Disney Plus for What If, but it's just like, I don't know, like... I feel like every other time they've announced stuff, I've been like, oh, man, this is going to be cool. And, like, this time I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because I don't know what their plans are. Like, they're in kind of a limbo. Yeah, of, of all the TV shows that they announced, like, the Loki one 
that's the only one that that rings my bell at all. Because oh, I'd watch that. But see, but I've always, I've been a sucker for like the what if comics. Even <laughs> ever since I was you know ten years old, I was reading you know what if, you know, Captain America did get the super soldier serum stuff. You know, and so mm-hmm. I've been a sucker for that stuff forever. And to be able to see zombie Captain America, oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. It- yeah. I see. I feel like, because I watched Endgame again the other day, and I feel like what Marvel did with me is their closure for that saga worked a little bit too well, because it really was closure for me, and it it tamped down some of my enthusiasm for the stuff that's coming, because I kind of feel like after 20, well, if you count Far From Home, 23 movies, you can't keep that level of sustained enthusiasm up for all your viewers over that long a period of time. No, and I think that's part of the reason why Black Widow and the Eternals are the two that are getting launched next year. And then even then there's the Shang-Chi. They're not they're not jumping right back in with Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Black Panther 2, Blade. And first of all, Maharashtra Ali is Blade. Sign yeah. me up for that just on its own. But Yeah, I like the casting in that one. Apparently Wesley Snipes wanted to come back and do that. Of course but. he did, because Wesley Snipes needs money. Well, sure, he's got to pay his tax fraud. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's like, I think that's part of the reason why they're they're kind of starting off phase four with, uh, I don't want to say some, some lesser movies, because I don't think any of these are going to be lesser movies. You know what I mean? I think that what's going to happen is, is we're not going to be sure about them and the previews are going to start to come out and everybody's going to be excited about them and then they're going to do just fine. But so you think they're, they're going with, with, they're going with completely new, like not their, not their cash cow movies to to signal a new, to signal a new beginning for whatever they're doing. So, so think about it, right? So you've got, so you've got black widow coming out next year. And then you've got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus, which I can't wait for. And then you've got the Eternals. So you've got essentially a prequel and this new group of nobody knows what. And then 2021, you know, you've really got until May of 2021 for the first sequel. And that's when Doctor Strange comes out. And then you've got Thor coming out in 2021. But that's, I mean, that's two years from now. And at that point, then you're going to see, you know, the Captain Marvel sequel, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Black Panther, maybe hopefully an Ant-Man 3. You know, you're not even going to see those until later. I think they're starting off with, I think they I think they realize that, you know, everybody and their brother has been to see Endgame. So they need to kind of slow burn it a little bit and just kind of like ease back into it. They can't come back out with you know, something else they're expecting to make a billion well, do- a dollars. They need to just kind of ease see, back in with something else. And and based on uh, Kevin Feige's presentation, I think what you're going to see throughout most of phase four is just, I, I agree with you that the slow burn, but I think you're going to see a lot of little hints and breadcrumbs being dropped because Marvel's phase five is when you're going to get X-Men and Fantastic Four. Yep. And I think they're going to, I think they're going to see a lot of threads that start getting dropped over phase four that are going to prep for that. I, I, I think, think right. so. I think, I think you're right, Jeremy, though, that the reason that I'm so underwhelmed for this is that, yeah, I mean that, that closure that you got at end game, I mean, 
it's kind of like I'm I don't know like I'm I'm not too thrilled because I'm like what are they gonna do? Yeah. And it's like I, I'm not done with them by any no means, no, but it's yeah it's you kind of you know, come down a little bit and <laughs> okay you know the rest of it is the rest of it is what it is and we'll see how they're gonna to move forward with it but it's not the this insane build up to because. Because the thing with Phase Four is you don't have anything invested yet in these characters. Yeah, that's the problem. Is for everything that went through as you once you got into Phase Three and the build up to Infinity War and Endgame, you had a decade and twenty movies worth of time and invested in these characters and these storylines, and now that's over. So now what? I would like to point out that these are the same conversations that people had before Guardians of the Galaxy because they nobody thought Marvel could make a show about people in space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Um, and, and the thing is, people can look at these Phase 4, especially people that are not as familiar with the comics, because a lot of the characters, again, I'm not a comic big comic reader. I'm more into the, the movies. I don't know a lot of these characters. But I'm not willing to judge Marvel on that because I felt the same way about Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy, that I think both those movies were kind of like, oh, well, these are going to be flops because nobody knows these things, and they turned into huge hits. So, you know, Marvel has the the Midas touch when it comes to this, so I'm sure they're going to be successful, and I'm sure they're going to be written in such a way that they're accessible to people who aren't familiar with the comic book characters, but I just don't think you're going to have that emotional investment in some of those and you don't want to cheapen those stories by constantly having to find ways to tie them in to the Infinity Saga. You want to let those stories start to develop on their own outside of what's come before. That's true. Mm-hmm. True. And, of course, now it turns out that that wonderful pivot from Spider-Man being part of the MCU to Spider-Man being back in his own world uh. was apparently done for a reason. So, You know, though, I still feel like... I mean, at least, okay, so for anybody listening, at least as of the time of this recording, Sony and Marvel. Right. um, Marvel and Sony have have split and have decided that that Spider Man's out. But part of me wonders if that's not just so that, you know, in three weeks they can announce that they've come to a deal and he's back. You know what I mean? Well, you understand what's happening right now, this very moment in this recording is we are making we are guaranteeing that that will happen because oh, yeah. what happened, what happened in my very first appearance on this podcast, we talked about James Gunn's firing <laughs> and he was back. So I'm telling you, I think well, you're right. So, so you are promising that Spider-Man, look, I mean, Sony and Marvel both have everything to lose and nothing to gain by Tom Holland going back and and being just a Sony thing. You know what I mean? Nobody wins. They both look stupid to the fans, and let's face it, we're the ones that buy the billion dollars for the tickets. Mm-hmm. Well, they've also done it in a way where Marvel can explain away him not being there mm-hmm. by by having that, that burner at the end where where it's, you he's, know, he's oh, like, he's, he's lying, lying low. low. Hey, where's the Where's the spider guy or where's the where's the yeah. webby guy? You know, oh, he's yeah. he's lying low right now. It's exactly Sony has Sony has proven over time that they cannot make Spider-Man movie to save their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Marvel mm-hmm. has proven they can make the comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and the funny thing is, is that Marvel 
actually, Marvel went into the Sony Spider-Man universe and plucked the one positive thing out of it by casting J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Right. Like, here, we're going to give you this, and then we're going to take it away from you. Yep. And I, by the way, that was brilliant, the way that they turned him... You want to talk about growing storylines with the times? They didn't make him a newspaper editor. They made him basically the second coming of Alex Jones. Yeah. Because it's the first thing I thought of when I saw what they did with him. I'm like, this is, this is InfoWars. Like, this is that whole vibe that people are familiar with. Whether you, I, I'm not getting, I'm not going a million miles from the politics of it, but people are familiar with that venue now. Whereas mm-hmm. look at kids, like they're not going to understand newspaper publishers. Yeah. They're not going to get it. <laughs> so well, you're, you're able to take the characters, keep them in the same spirit, but evolve them with times. And I like that. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been watching the wire finally. And, um, I am, uh, couple episodes into season five so the final season and the fifth season revolves around uh apparently some uh employment issues and some cutbacks of the baltimore sun <laughs> it's the same thing i mean they're they're essentially talking about how oh you know newspapers are going to have to evolve or die and this is almost 15 years ago this tv show was filmed mm-hmm. <laughs> they have no idea what they're in for right <laughs> you know they they think the cutbacks are bad just wait wait until they're gone yeah, no, I thought making yeah. I thought making J. Jonah Jameson essentially a, a blogger was a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do too. Yep. Yeah, Sony just got too big for their britches when writing their Academy Award for Into the Spider Verse. They're like, hey, because we did this and won an Oscar for it, we can do this on our own again. Right. No, no, you, all, did the, car- you did it with a cartoon and not like live action, which you've cartoon tried. Cartoon stuff iPod. has always been good. Like it's like DC. DC always makes great cartoon, great animation stuff, but they struggle to make a film. Which brings me to my next thing: Has did you guys watch the final trailer for the Joker? <laughs> no, I thought. Um, but I haven't watched it yet. I did. Oh. oh, Nick, it looks great. It looks so good. Yeah, I I had zero expectations when I saw the first still of Joaquin Phoenix and the makeup. Like it, like I was like, no, this this is a joke, right? Like this isn't real. <laughs> After watching the trailers, I'm, I yeah, it yeah. Like the last I, trailer has me like I'm gonna see it in the theater. Like a couple of days after, in case there's like a shooting, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go and see this movie. I think. I think this movie. I mean, we. I, I, if I look back at my notes, I would see where we talked about this, mm-hmm. and I bet you could go pull that audio and you would hear that I thought it would be a steaming pile of garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that final trailing, I'm like, holy crap! Oh, this looks, looks amazing. It looks great. It looks great. Yeah, I hope fantastic. at some point I said it's either going to be amazing or it's going to be awful. Because then I think at least I look like I know what I'm talking about. I think you did. I think I think we are going to get 
a, a great performance from Joaquin Phoenix. See, and it's, I think it's going to be interesting because if if that's true, which based on the trailers, I believe it likely to be, then you have something happening with Joker that never happened with Batman. I mean, look at all the different actors who played Batman. I mean, you have legendary performances. You have complete, you know, toilet busters. But Jared Leto, we're looking at you. No, but but here's the thing. I don't even include Jared Leto in there because that was such a bit part. Like he wasn't it, that wasn't a substantive <sighs> portrayal of the Joker. It was just an add-on where he didn't even that most of the film that he or most of the footage that he did never even made it into that movie. You but, know why? It's because it was a steaming pile of garbage. But yeah. push push that off to the side. Yes. Who do you have left in terms of the films? You've got Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger's performance, and now this. Right. Like that, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. No, and I think one of the Three things I was... Three actors do a take on a character and have them, at least potentially, be that good. No, and that's, you know, one of the other things I saw was that, you know, uh, it's generating early, you know, Oscar buzz and this and that. And I've, I kind of had the same thought was, you know, you've got Heath Ledger who's portrayal as the Joker was, I mean, not only an amazing comic book villain, but just a great movie character. I think that was one of the first mm-hmm. a- a- actors ever to win an Oscar for a comic book movie. I think it might and have even been. It was posthumously, mm-hmm. but you, that's, that's find me somebody who argues he didn't deserve that up one side and down. I mean, literally he played that role so well, it killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now you've got another actor in a a totally different movie portraying the same. I guess it just kind of shows it shows what kind of character just the Joker is in general mm-hmm. that you can put that much umph into it and get the kind of performances and then keep rebooting it and have it still be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If somebody else were to go in and try to play Captain America, you go, oh well, you know, but you know, Chris Evans was Captain America you're willing to suspend disbelief and believe all these people can be, you know, after Jack Nicholson, he defined the role, but Heath Ledger was able to come in and, and make it different and make it his. And now you've got Joaquin Phoenix apparently doing the same type of thing. I just think kudos to the guy that invented the Joker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And let's not forget, let's not forget putting Mark Hamill in with the the cartoons and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Yeah, that's yeah a, just heck yeah. of a role. Mm-hmm. So no, speaking man. of Mark Hamill, um, the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Oh, we want to talk about that. I think we, I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> so am I to believe <laughs> that? Well, I don't think so. That this is what it is. Am I to believe that staff that Ray's been carrying around the whole time is really Darth Maul's lightsaber? <laughs> no, no, I think. Oh, it can't be because unless it's been heavily modified. Because there's that scene where both blades are next to each other, like that thing folds in and on itself. First of all, that's insane. That's, yeah. Well, it's insanely awesome, but Maul's lightsaber didn't do that. Maul's was just a staff that when he hit the button, it came out both the the blade came out both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can reasonably assume that Ray being a Sith is a vision, right? 
Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, it's not legit. Like No, no, they wouldn't give that away in the trailer. Right. It's just it's too much to give away. Now, I think that's also sad then that we're not gonna see that lightsaber. Or will we? Unless it's blue or red or green or whatever, but no, maybe maybe pal maybe the so here whether it's a vision or not, picture this. Palpatine makes Ray and Kylo Ren battle each other to determine who's going to be his apprentice. Oh yeah, totally could happen. What if they do the old uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Bret Hart match uh, takeaway? Uh, it's a wrestling <laughs> uh, thing, and uh, we get the old we get the old double turn. We get, get the, the old, old double turn. Yeah, and uh, Ray becomes the heel. Could be. Uh, yeah, I mean the movie is called Rise of the Skywalker. Ben Skywalker. It's Ben Solo. Whatever. He's a Skywalker. We all know it. He's not. He's a Solo. Well, he's, he's a Skywalker. Skywalker because it was his. He killed that part of his him. mother's maiden name when he when he fills he, out a credit he application. Killed, <laughs> he killed. He killed the Solo. Look when he when Look, he fills out know. a credit card application. It says mother's maiden name. And he writes yeah. Skywalker. I mean, no mother's mother's maiden name. Organa. Cross it out. Skywalker. Skywalker. Above. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is we could get the old double turn. I doubt we that we will. Now, you know why are that would make me laugh. Red. Oh, he's, he's instant kill mode. He's an in instant kill mode. What's <laughs> <laughs> that all it is? You tell me there's not going to be a sign, uh, or there's not going to be a scene where he goes, activate instant kill, and then <laughs> just like... <laughs> You just get like six arms coming out from behind him, all spinning lightsabers, like uh, <laughs> like General Grievous. Yeah, yeah, like Grievous. Yeah. <laughs> that character still makes me so angry at George Lucas. What Grievous or C? That's the one. Grievous. That's, no, yeah, that's the, the one. The reason the reason that character makes me so mad. Misa thinks that you should reevaluate, Jeremy. No, 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 no. Here's here's the reason. That Grievous makes me upset because I feel like of all the characters in the prequel trilogy, that character had so much potential to be amazing, and Lucas just squandered it. That's Completely. true. He had asthma, man. He can't be on the screen for long periods of time. <laughs> He's a cyborg that can wield four lightsabers at one time. And yet he couldn't breathe properly. <laughs> Well, it's because he got his lungs crushed. Well, it wasn't. It's not like in the middle of the lightsaber battle with Obi-Wan, he's got to hold up a finger and like, yeah. hold on a second, hold on a second. Yeah. And he's going to pull out his inhaler. And... Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. I need Ventolin. <laughs> although, although if that didn't happen, I smell a robot chicken episode based on that. Hang on. Hang on, guys. My son's up. <laughs> oh, nuts. Tell him to go back to sleep. Oh, I can see Nick walking away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there he goes. He left us. He did. He's actually, he's actually going upstairs to record another podcast. <laughs> Sorry. That didn't take you long. No, no, no. Um, are we still recording? Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, that that would be funny if that was a robot chicken episode. That's the last thing I heard. I'm sorry. It's all right. We were just uh, making fun of you afterwards. Oh, that's good. About the wheezing? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Just bear with me for a second here. Oh, Talk amongst okay. yourselves. 
He's got you a hear, You want to hear a joke? Yeah, yeah. Okay, ready? Okay, joke. In a weird spot in this podcast. All right, so guy goes into a bar. I've been perfecting these guy walks into a bar jokes. Guy walks into a bar and he orders a whiskey, right? Says, give me the most expensive whiskey you got. And the guy says, okay. So the bartender pours him some whiskey and he says, look, this is going to be really weird, but you got a really nice bench out front. Can I go sit just on that bench and enjoy this nice whiskey? And the guy was like, oh, yeah, go ahead. People do it all the time. So he goes out there and he's drinking his whiskey and a nun walks by. And this nun goes, I can't believe that you're poisoning your soul with that devil water. And he looks down at the whiskey and he says, this? And she says, yeah. And he said, no, this is, I think this is just good whiskey. This isn't devil water. She says, no, it poisoned your soul. And he says, well, how do you know it poisoned your soul? And she said, well, my mother superior and my sisters told me. And he said, well, have you ever tried it? And she says, well, no, because it poisoned your soul and it's awful. It's devil water. And he says, why don't you try some and see if you think so? And so the nun says, well, I guess it would help for me to understand how it poisons your soul if I try to try to a little bit of it. But if I drink it out, I have to drink it out here, and I don't want anyone to see me if they walk by one of my sisters or my mother superior. So can you order mine in a teacup for me, and and I'll drink it out here with you? And he said, okay, I think I can do that. So he goes inside, and he says, hey, I need two more whiskeys to the bartender. And he says, I need uh, mine, and then I I just need one in a teacup. And the bartender turns around, and he slams his hand on the table, and he goes, is that damn nun back here again? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and that's my joke that's very nice thank you thank you <laughs> very nice thank you oh hey uh i got one for you yes so how do you how do you track will smith in the snow i don't know you look for the fresh prince <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I thought that was going to be a racist joke. <laughs> I was like, I don't know the science, Jeremy. This could go one or two ways. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. It's a lot more family friendly that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you proud of yourself? Mm-hmm. Both of you. Good. I'm proud of myself. I didn't make that joke up, but I'm no. I'm, I'm yeah. very proud of it. I like that. I like that joke a lot. I will tell it at work many times I tomorrow. Like, I, I feel like doing this, Nick has challenged me to up my A game when it comes uh-huh. to god awful jokes. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. Puns. Mm-hmm. You should because I'd like to be able I, I'd like to be able to hit the hit Bill with the double pronged approach so that he can't fight it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It gives me more great jokes to pick from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, we are like 53 minutes in, so we should probably close this one down. Bang, and, bang. Uh, leave people for leave people wanting a little bit more for next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they want. A little bit more. A little yep. bit more. We made, them, we made them wait this long, so let's make it worth it. May as well make them wait a little bit longer for the good content. Yeah, too. Yeah. Anybody have anything? You guys got anything else to add? Nothing? Yeah? No? Nope. 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 Okay. I feel like I had something, but nope. I got nothing. Just got to save it for a whole other week. It's going to be really rough. (laughs) You're going to make it work. All right. I will. All right. Tell everybody goodbye then, guys. Bye, everybody. Spay and neuter your pets.
<laughs> That's Bob Barker's line. You can't oh, say sorry. that. Sorry. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... <laughs> Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at PillowPodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. You can find more information about them at TheHardLessons.BandCamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk.